RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Tuesday, August 13th, 2019. On today's show, no news yet about the rumoured CBS and Viacom merger. Star Trek Fleet Command has hit over $100 million in revenue since launch. And Eagle Moss announces new collectible starships from the Orville and Star Trek Online. All this plus the week's Trek trivia coming up next. So listen, I know that I told you I'd be back today with that big merger announcement from CBS and Viacom, and well, this is not it. As of recording this show, the big expected announcement has not materialized. Several news outlets are watching the two companies for any sign of a development, but the long and short of it is, until there's an official announcement, no news is just no news. Now, one thing I failed to outline to you yesterday, however, is why should you care? Regular listeners to this show will know that rumors of a merger between CBS and Viacom have been swirling since long before I started Daily Star Trek News. And over time, I've covered all the main aspects you need to know. But I have some new listeners since Comic-Con and STLV, and given the reportedly imminent nature of an announcement, I figure it's worth recapping the major themes. So here it is. A merger between CBS and Viacom could potentially see the reunification of the Star Trek franchise, which has been split between the two companies since 2006. The exact terms of the split are not quite known, but colloquially, CBS owns production of the television version of Star Trek, while Paramount Pictures, which is owned by Viacom, owns production of the film version. Many Star Trek fans, correctly or not, consider that merging CBS and Viacom would also mean that Star Trek would be back under one roof, which could dramatically change how the property is handled across television and film. The potential merger of CBS and Viacom isn't just big news to Star Trek fans, though. Hollywood investors are watching developments with rapt attention because of the potential impacts on both the broadcast television and streaming video on-demand industries. As a result of yesterday's anticipated announcement, Variety reported that as the day came and went, Stocks for both CBS and Viacom fell, which they say was likely influenced by expectations and rampant market speculation that a merger deal was to be unveiled on Monday. Members of the boards of both companies spent the weekend wrapped up in merger discussions that stretched late into the night on Sunday and continued Monday. Variety also pointed out that sources close to the situation said negotiations remain fluid and there is no certainty that a deal will come to fruition. At the same time, sources said there are no signs of either side backpedaling on previous agreements or any other major breach that would indicate the talks have gone off the rails, Variety reported. 
And so we continue to wait. Stepping out of Star Trek television production now and into Star Trek gaming. Game developer Scopely announced recently that its mobile strategy game, Star Trek Fleet Command, has surpassed $100 million of revenue since launching last November. VentureBeat.com reported on the announcement, which was released at the end of July. Steve Huff, Scopely's vice president of product, said in a statement, With over 195 million missions completed, 115 million hours played, and 1.2 billion alliance helps given, we're thrilled by the response the game has received around the world. Scopely also boasted that in its first six months, Fleet Command had the highest average revenue per install of any mobile game launched in the West. Star Trek Fleet Command was initially developed by the Dublin-based Digit Game Studios and published by Scopely alongside its other licensed mobile games, like The Walking Dead Road to Survival and Yahtzee with Buddies. However, the game was so successful that Scopely opted to acquire Digit Game Studios. That move was likely helped by Scopely's 2018 funding round, which raised $160 million aimed at acquisitions and strategic investments. Star Trek Fleet Command is free-to-play and supported by in-app purchases. It's available now in the App Store for iOS and the Google Play Store for Android. Up next, more news and Trek Trivia Tuesday, but first, a word from me. How much would you pay to have fresh Star Trek news delivered straight to your ear holes every single weekday? Lucky for you, you can get it absolutely free right here. It costs nothing for you to download and listen to this show. It does, however, cost me to produce it. Software, equipment, and hosting all add up. So if you're able, supporting me with a contribution through Patreon would be a huge help. Even a dollar a month will make a difference. To find out more, just head over to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. In news out of Comic-Con that got a little bit lost in the shuffle... Eagle Moss, the company behind the wildly popular Star Trek Starships Models Collection, has announced that it will be releasing a line of collectible ships from the Orville. The Hollywood Reporter brought us the story that the new line of model starships expected to be released in 2020 was announced during the Orville's panel. In a statement, Ben Robinson, head of Hero Collector, the collectibles arm of Eagle Moss, said, We are really happy to be adding the Orville to the Hero Collector stable of model ships. It feels like exactly the kind of thing we should be doing, since we not only love the show, but love the design of the ship. Series creator Seth MacFarlane also weighed in on the new line of ships, saying he's very much looking forward to seeing them. But it isn't just the Orville getting the Eagle Moss treatment. At this year's Star Trek Las Vegas convention, Star Trek Online lead ship designer Thomas Maroney announced that the massively popular, massively multiplayer online role-playing game would be collaborating with Hero Collector for its own line of collectible starships. In a tweet, Maroney said, 
I just got to hop on stage with the Hero Collector folks at STLV to announce that we're collaborating in a Star Trek Online Starship collection. More details coming soon. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I think I'm going to need some more shelf space. And now, without further ado, it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know... The civilian freighter Kobayashi Maru, the subject of the infamous Kobayashi Maru scenario at Starfleet Academy, was a Class 3 Neutronic fuel carrier. It had a maximum cruising speed of warp 3, a maximum emergency speed of warp 6, a crew complement of 81, and 300 passengers. In the Kobayashi Maru scenario, Starfleet cadets are required to attempt a no-win scenario to assess their qualities as a commander. The ship has been stranded in the neutral zone, and it's believed to be impossible to both rescue the stranded ship and avoid war with the Klingons. So now, a trivia question for you. What was it that the Kobayashi Maru struck, which breached its hull and left the ship disabled, and in need of rescue. Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at daily Star Trek or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at daily Trek news. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network